That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for the ears of some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Where it's at the radio station with the sweaty balls. Sweaty balls and dusty muffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a taste oh. of your sweaty balls in my muffin. No, I know. Oh, your muffin just squirted in my mouth. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love Graph. it, though. Oh, oh, man. Hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, so we're... But welcome back. This is... This is That's KC. This is That's KC. That's weird. And we're at episode 25. We, we made, made it. it. <laughs> Episode 25, True Crime. Uh, if you're listening to this first, uh, we do... That's weird. I know. Some people do, though. They just, like, do it just to check it out before they go to the first episode for some reason. Mm. But, hey, you're listening, and we appreciate it. Thanks, but you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Like, I get it, but, like, I get it. what? I get it, but you're wrong, and I hate you. <laughs> and they're done listening. <laughs> workaholics. Okay, bye. It's a workaholics quote. I need to... You're wrong. You're wrong and I hate you. I get it, but you're wrong and I hate you. <laughs> I understand you don't want to date me. tearing me apart, Lisa. It was from the room and I I was I like, can't. what the fuck is that from? I know. It doesn't. Oh, 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 hi, Mark. <laughs> so bad. But I need to see you do that. Disaster artist. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So we chat true crime and paranormal Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas slash surrounding area slash whatever we find interesting in either state because we can. Yep. Yep. And then we get uh, while we're sippings on a local treat, we'll, we'll munch, but we munch before that because we learned our lesson. Yep. AKA, I almost threw my laptop at munching sounds. Yep. <laughs> um, not allowed during podcasting now. <laughs> Very upset. So, yeah. The chocolate, though. Chocolate's fine when we did the Russell Stovers. Uh huh. Yeah. Candies. Candies. Um, That's okay. But we got right now, I have Ozark Mountain Bottle Works in Branson, Missouri. This is Ozark Mountain Lemonade, which I got at um, Casey's Soda Co. in River Market. Mm-hmm. Which I got a shout out to Kale because he with a C with a C Kale with a C because he was working Hi. there and just his customer service small chat and I told him he's like what are you doing tonight I was like recording a podcast he's like oh what's it about true crime paranormal <gasps> what's the name I like that stuff <laughs> yes. so thanks Kale thanks Kale thanks I think they yeah hopefully they're you're closing. actually checking it out yeah he he pulled it up on his Google Play so. <gasps> Good for him. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank I you. Like um, I still haven't been there. 
Yeah, it's fine. I got it. So this was mm-hmm. only like two something because you can get like a nice. six pack for like twelve dollars. Oh. And they'll they'll uh, chill it for you too. What? There. Hmm? Yeah. That's cool. Oh uh, yeah, they got That's some great. local stuff like Lost Trails from Lewis Cider, uh-huh. Lewisburg Cider Mill. Lewis Ciderberg. <laughs> Lewis Ciderberg Mills. Um, <laughs> Lewis Ciderberg Mills. Get back in here. Oh. Sounds like a really terrible name. Lewis Ciderberg Mills. Oh, and he created like <laughs> sugar or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, gosh. But yeah, oh, my it was cool. It's cool little, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Pretty neat. A uh, little place there. And they've got like stuff from all over. Uh, sodas and different kinds of flavors and stuff. If you guys, sorry, I just wanted to, to quote it more. I, just, <laughs> I was like, you're trying to, you're trying to promote it instead of just you and I knowing about it. <laughs> the nature walks. Uh, nature. Nature walks. Um, so you, just you, me, and I yeah. knowing it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, anyway. Oh, and also, I guess technically spokes because you have yours. Yeah, spokes because I spent most of my day there today after helping move. Quote helping. Quote. Did you actually help? I did help. I'm kidding. <laughs> I did help. We'll, we'll talk when about I, when I help do things. <laughs> most of the times it's in quotes helping, I and it's just help. me sitting on the ground. I'm part of it. Watching people. Mm-hmm. I'm part of it. And part of it. Um, we'll we'll talk about that in a second, but we'll get to the other things. Uh-huh. But yeah, spokes is a uh, uh, cafe, bar, cyclery in. Um, downtown like off washington street between 12th and 13th um the owner of that is also part owner at comedy city dan he's who he runs the like kitchen part of comedy city nice yeah and so they have cyclery like you can buy bikes in there like nice bikes and then get it fixed up get it fixed up yeah so we got matcha which uh i'm i'm partly i'm like one of the three reasons that they have matcha there uh-huh. <laughs> because uh, Casey works there, does mm-hmm. improv and everything. She mentioned like they need matcha, and then Dan was like, "Ma." And so I took a picture of my hot chocolate, and then Instagram, this hot chocolate's great. It'd be better if it was matcha. And then, like a couple days later, they got matcha. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but it's like not on the menu. You have to know about it. So oh. welcome. Yeah, and Casey put mint peppermint in it the other day. Ooh. It was actually good. It made it feel like it was creamier. Hmm. Mm. It was I like good peppermint though. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Christmas time sucks when you don't like mint. <laughs> it's like everything's fucking peppermint everything. It's peppermint or ginger. Snap. Yeah, that's okay. Gingerbread. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit better mm-hmm. for me. Um, Sometimes it's too spiced, though. Like, it's too much. You know what I mean? Like, it's too much, like, cinnamon or nutmeg, and that's just, like, all it is. Yeah. It's like there's not enough, like, a good sugar no balance to some there. of it. It's like, yeah. oof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. It spokes. Would you, your yeah. your chai tea? How's it? Uh huh. It's delicious. It's good. Yep. It was made apparently especially for me. <laughs> By accident. By accident. Accidentally for you. <laughs> Accidentally on purpose. Um. And yeah. Oh. And they have really good grilled cheese. Like they have a regular grilled cheese, and then they have a spokes grilled cheese, and then they have a fancy spokes grilled cheese. The heck is the difference? Uh. So grilled cheese just like the cheese and uh-huh. bread. And then the spokes grilled cheese, it comes with a side. I think, I don't know if the grilled cheese. bacon on it. You can get bacon on it for like $2. But it's like a bunch of better cheeses, like grayer cheese, Mm. I think, and like good cheeses. Mm -hmm. And then the fancy one has apples on it and like fig 
mm. stuff and mm-hmm. uh, other cheeses. Yeah. I haven't had the fancy one yet, but mm. Mm. it's so good. And their pasta salad is mm. super good. Like, all the food is delicious. Delicious. Okay, and your what's your thingy? Oh, yeah. So, as I'm drinking Spokes, well, now I'm drinking Spokes, the chai tea, but <laughs> before, I've already had a glass of St. James Winery's Cranberry Sweet Wine. Mm-hmm. It's a seasonal selection. I like the label. It's very cute. I know. Super cute. Um, so well done on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says, add some festive cheer to the season. Did you just hear that crackle? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big one. Um, add some festive cheer to the season with St. James Winer Cranberry Wine! Exclamation point. They're very excited. Um, in the kitchen, cooking behind the bar with, with mixology, and at the table paired with your favorite foods, our cranberry wine is a versatile and delicious addition to your holiday celebrations. Crafted from real fruit with no added coloring or flavoring, our cranberry wine is a seasonal selection available for a limited time only. By St. James Winery in St. James, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, warning, it contains sulfites. Oh. I'm going to say warning now because my, one of my sisters is allergic to sulfites and blew up like an elephant one time. Yikes. Yeah, so I just no noticed that, that it says contains sulfites. I'm like, I think oh most shit, of good thing do. I don't like yeah. take it over to her mm-hmm. <laughs> and like have her try it. That would suck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 9.5% by alcohol, or alcohol by volume, mm-hmm. so it's not that bad, but it literally tastes like cranberry juice. Yeah, it does. I think it's pretty, it's a little bit sweeter than actual cranberry juice. Yeah. But it's not as sweet as the stuff that you had last yeah, time. Yeah, it's not as sweet as Stone Hill's Stone cranberry. Hill, yeah. It's, Stone Hill cranberry is like a juice. Yeah, it's more like, like a cocktail. Yeah. Like it's a, more of... Like one of those mocktail things you might yeah. get or something that's like super sugary. Mm-hmm. This one's literally like a sweeter cranberry juice. Yeah. Which still kind of leaves your mouth a little bit dry. Yeah. But it's kind of tart still. But it has a good balance. I think it has a good balance of sweetness. This one is my favorite. I like the other one. I don't know what's wrong with me. Anything from J- St. James, I'm just like, I'm in love with it. So, uh, anyone? Shout out to St. James Winery. Um, I'm going to have to send them an email. Be like, my, hey guys. Literally my favorite wine. Give us wine. wines. Please. Because well, we get listenership up and then. Definitely probably could. Yeah. You probably maybe could send them an email and maybe get a bottle, but... Maybe. Well, because they maybe. have blueberry, too, that I really want to try. Mm, I know. I, I would love like to blueberry. try that. I do like blueberry. Although that'd probably... They the have a lot of fruits. blueberry and stuff would probably be really good if we did it, like, over the ice cream stuff. Mm. Get some Belfonte ice cream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. It'd be freaking delicious. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 Um, wine floats. Yeah. We can go to Betty Ray's, too. Like wine have you been to Betty Ray's? Nope. You need to go. Surprise. That's good. Surprise, I haven't been there. <laughs> I don't get out much, guys. Okay. I was literally just telling you that, like, last Wednesday, Dylan and I, like, went to lunch, and then I was, like, begging him to go home because I was done, like, <laughs> being around people, and we weren't even, like, around that many people. Like, we literally went to, like, we went to the Motel Mahal um, lunch buffet. Yeah. And then, because he hadn't had it before, so yeah. I was like, oh, we gotta go. I really want some Indian food. So then we went, and it was literally just, like, us at the table, and, like, the waiter, waitress every once in a while. And mm-hmm. that was pretty much the extent of my people um, adventure. Yeah. Um, but I was done. So yeah. I made him, like, take us back home and I took a two-hour nap. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I am exhausted. <laughs> that was enough. Yeah. But it was, like, you know, it's, like, pretty much my only one day off anyway. Yeah. So literally this week, my Wednesday is my one day off. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be super fun. So I don't want to do really anything on Wednesday, but... That's not just lay down. just yet. We're going to do some mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't know, because I always feel like a bum when I just lay down. 
And I'm also just very exhausted. I usually will do that. I just feel like I'm just like, oh, God, I should get up and do something. But I really don't want to. Mm -mm. I think I did that last Tuesday or something. I just, I literally did nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It was fantastic. It's always nice. Yeah. That's what your body needs. We're getting old. I know. That's what our body needs. Have you ever seen that that commercial for something? It's like, at what age do you just, or at what age do you just stop caring? Every single time I yell, 25. (laughs) That's it. That's the age that you start giving up. 25. You either either give up or you're doing very well. There's like an older lady on there who's like maybe like 70s or something. It's like, what age? And it's like, oh, you never give up, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 25, lady. (laughs) Just a little bit. You're done. Just a little bit. I'm done. Let, <laughs> just take me. I don't care. Take me now. I'm, fucking, I'm done. I don't. I'm so stressed out all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I don't know. What are these emotions? What are these emotion crap? What is this? Yeah. Why am I just laying on the floor crying listening to Sam Smith? Because it was almost all day yesterday. Oh, goodness. But yeah, today I was helping move someone. Because it was Dan posted in our players page for Comedy City. He's like, hey, who wants to help this person move furniture? Didn't really give him any details. Just like, if it's 11 o'clock today, we'll give you like 60 bucks. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I don't have the day off. I could use extra cash. Like, seriously. Um, <laughs> like, but for real, though. Um, so we go, like, get there, like, just in time. Because he's going to Comedy City for, like, there's some private show or something. And he's like, oh, yeah. So I was like, where am I supposed to be going? He's like, oh, just across the way, this apartment building, like, just catty corner from where they are. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, yeah, and that, the dude died. I was like, I'm sorry. Oh. What, how, how are we moving his, st- what, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, yeah, but he's like, buddy, like, his friend, I think they've been friends for, like, 30 years, mm-hmm. the dude said. Um, like, the dude died, like, a week ago because he came into, com- er, to Spokes to get his like a wheel on his wheelchair fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his friend picked it up and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, we need to peel, help move stuff because he like died. It's like, great. And Dan oh. was like, I think he died in there. He didn't die in the apartment. Oh, he died good. in like hospice. But it was oh, just like okay. going in and just like, <laughs> Yeah. But then found um, out he, yeah, passed away. So yeah, it was. Yeah, but if he'd lived there for a while, you never know. He might be connected to it. He might not want to leave He lived it. there for like nine years, they said. Hmm. So. But we got it done like two hours with three people, well, f- three, really like five people, but mm-hmm. three of us were constantly like picking up yeah. stuff and moving it. Um, but yeah, when you get there, because like I volunteered, like I know I'm going to move stuff around, that it could be like heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. And the old dude, like from like Texas, like a small town Texas old dude, and he's like, you can be able to lift stuff? I was like, yeah, I lift and then we went upstairs. Do you even lift, bro? I lift, bro. That's yeah. just what you should have said back. I was just like, I lift. And then that's that was it. And then it was fine. <sighs> Sir, I don't need you to mansplain I to me. I've done it one or two times. I wouldn't have signed up to move stuff. I know things get heavy. I didn't know how to move stuff. If I, yeah. yeah. But anyway, but it was cool. Mm. And then a, there was supposed to be a third person, but they didn't show up. So then we got like an extra 20 bucks. So Boom. it was Nice, and it was easy, and then I just hung out at Spokes. Mm -hmm. It's a little thingy. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, so that was that, and then yeah, only yeah, it was about like two hours ish. 
Because you got there at like 11. Yeah, I was like, like how you texted me back, like, about to go move some stuff back and through about three hours. Yeah, because so then I was, I was like, like, trying to, like, okay, message cool. you, but we were, like, going and, like, moving stuff. And he's like, are you going to do that the whole time? And I was like, no, I'm just trying to get tell people to not bother me. Oh, man. Sir. Listen, I am a millennial. I know how to multitask. Boom. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was, it was so nice. It was extra money. And then I, because uh, there was a resident there that was helping. Mm-hmm. His name's Sam. An older, older black dude. He was like uh, 70, but he didn't look 70. Well, because black doesn't crack. Um, uh, but yeah, he was just like there, just helping on the elevator, just making sure. Because they have to have a key and stuff, mm-hmm. which is which is a good thing. Yeah. They have a key to get in the elevator anywhere to go anywhere besides the lobby well like and it's weird like when you're moving you literally have to have like one person down like in the truck or whatever mm-hmm. like watching the stuff another person up in the apartment waiting for people to get back to like hold the door open or let yeah. them in and like watch the stuff so it's like you really so, have two people who d- can't do anything and then you have everybody else trying mm-hmm. to help so yeah yeah because I, I was i was watching the Everything truck weird. for a little bit and that's just like okay fine I'll, I'll watch the truck and then uh i found a penny though Found a penny and it was heads up. Did you gasp and I try and make someone else have a heart attack? No, I just go a penny. Yes, it's heads up. And then I just played with it. I just spun it while they were grabbing some stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> I did not, not scare like you when I found the quarter. A quarter's more exciting than a penny. Okay. But not that exciting. <laughs> when I literally had just told you that someone else get the crap out of me, and like I was nervous, and then you just did like a. And I was a like, quarter. what? A quarter. And I was like, oh my god. Not had a freaking heart attack. This is how broke I am. I'm excited about a quarter. Uh, I'd be excited about a quarter too, but I don't think I've gassed that hard and scared the crap out of someone else. Jeez. Like, oh, it was it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Um. There's what are the other things. Oh, I remember because I made show notes. Because then oh, other yeah. things. Oh yeah, you're okay. So uh-huh. you said you have something creepy to share about whatever was talked about last week. No, it's just oh, in a it's previous a separate one. story. Yeah. Oh, it's in a previous episode. Pre- so, oh, okay. That I had talked about, like, so you know that, like, ongoing, um, or not the ongoing, Jesus, the Richard Grissom, the second or whatever, who like till mm. killed the two girls that were yeah. or supposedly had killed the two girls, but they can't ever find their bodies, and like yeah. he won't give up the bodies and stuff like that. Yeah. And like they were, they lived in the apartment together, whatever. Yeah. Um, so did a little bit more background check uh-huh. and guess what fucking apartment complex they lived in. Oh, uh-huh. oh boy. It was oh, called something else no. when they lived here, which is why I couldn't find it. But I looked it up and it was literally 2007. This switched over to my current housing oh, and God. yeah. Mm. So I don't know exactly what apartment they were in. Jesus, nothing has that, but it is legit the same complex. That's why it's haunted. Cause didn't cause you posted when you I posted on Instagram, someone was just like, oh yeah, things happened there in like the seventies or whatever. Yeah, my sister is my sister's best friend who used to live in these apartments. Ah, she used to live in these apartments as well, like not in the same building, but like yeah. the building over there. And, like, she, so she told me even, like, there was, like, murders or something that happened. And I was, like, whatever. Like, I yeah. can't find anything on it. Like, I yeah. could never, I, like, I literally looked up, like, this apartment name, murders, 1980s, like, nothing pops up ever. 
And then I just, like, did a little bit more background check. And she, I was like, are you sure? Like, what the hell? And she later sent me, this like, the screenshot of the book. And it's legit their two faces. Like, their, well, the three victims' faces on the book. And it's a book about him. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I literally just covered this over our freaking podcast. And then just so happened to take, like, the weird picture yeah. of, like, the light that had, like, the weird snap filter. had that filter. super weird dream. And then I've been having, like, the weird dreams. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, waking up at odd hours. Like, the freaking spiderweb feelings. Like, the running through the apartment. Like, the, yeah. the weird crap that's been happening that I've been trying to tell myself is not paranormal. Because I don't yeah. think it is. Has, but has the running happened? No. Okay, so that not. might have been. Well, it happened but, once yeah. before. But I'm pretty sure that's because, it's because of, of kids, the, like, downstairs or yeah. something. Like, they're You're, running around. Or the neighbor the across apartment. the hallway. Yeah, well, they're Maybe. gone. And yeah. so, like, they're just now starting to work on the apartment across the hall. Okay. So, I think... So that's totally gone. And I know that those people had kids. Yeah. So guaranteed that's probably what that was. What? But no. No more running through the halls, okay. which is so good. Okay. So that was But yes, been... but I've still just been like having those weird dreams, like waking up at odd hours, like mm. the weird things. But I just don't know if it's like also just me. I don't uh-huh. know. I could just well, be thinking when, about it too much. When we did that story, were you here when you talked about it? What do you mean? When you t- when you talked about that story on the podcast? Did we record here? Like, I feel like we were. Yeah. Probably. I mean, there haven't it's really been that many that we, went, we have yeah, like been three here. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that's my fun fact. And I have been waiting so long to tell you because I didn't yeah. want to tell you and ruin it. Be like, so guess what? Because I was waiting for that reaction. But mm. yeah. So. Jesus. Fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the same like building. But I'm not sure. But it so. could be the same building. I'm not really even sure. Because he was like a painter for the apartment complexes and uh-huh. stuff. And that's how he got yeah. them like... Yeah. So, weird. Weird. Whoa. Weird. It hit a little too close to home and my heart started beating a little bit fast. And I was Very just like... Close. I literally just texted my, my family like group chat like, Guys! Guess what? I just found out! Like, holy shit! And my sister-in-law was like... Wait a minute! I was like, I know. What? She was like, Can you move right now? I was like, I'm trying. Yeah. I swear to God, I've only got you know six more months here. Yeah. I've only done half the lease. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> oh June. gosh. Waiting for June. Get yeah. the F out of here. No. But, um. So fun facts. Yeah. Fun facts. What fact. was yours? Uh, the thing I told you, like the uh, pretty sure I saw a UFO when That's I was leaving right. last week. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Because, because you text me like, I just saw you. I'm pretty, there's like, like, I know like what a plane will look like and what like the blinking, they should be, there should be blinking lights on mm-hmm. it. Or like if it was a helicopter, because afterwards I saw a helicopter and it's like, okay, helicopter has, has the white light, but also has like a red blinking light and yeah. a green blinking light. Yeah, they have red and And they all have blinking, blinking lights, lights on yeah. them. Because I was driving, uh, was eastbound on I-35 and I got to about like, like Rainbow Road ish, mm-hmm. and I noticed like just two dots in the sky. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's really," high. and they're just like standing. They were just there, just mm-hmm. hanging in the air, and it's like that's really high for like a tower or something. And then I was just like, "Okay, we keep driving." You know, look up and one's gone all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and then there's just another one. And then I try try to just look at it as much as I possibly can. And then I'm driving, and get on Nolan Road, like almost uh, towards home. And then I, like, see it again. I'm just like, oh, that's weird. And then all of a sudden I just see, like, it going and then it's gone. Like, and then the clock, like, just gone. That's weird. But, like, a quick, like, the light burnout, like, 
Yeah. Like, didn't, it was like a weird fade out. Was it, it like a white light mm-hmm. still? It was a white mm-hmm. ball of light in mm-hmm. the sky, like really high. But I didn't, like, he, you couldn't hear anything. Like, in a helicopter, you can hear it, or a mm-hmm. plane, you can hear a yeah. little bit. Um, or even, like, a jet or something. Like, yeah. you would hear that after and, a But it while. was, like, it was just going at, like, I don't know, like, a, kind of a steady pace, but it was just in there, and then the light was just, like, burnt out, gone. and it was gone. That's it, was, it almost looked like it kind of, like, was going, and then went up. Mm. Like, shot up in the air. I was just like, am I? Unless it's, like, a weird-ass drone or something. Yeah. But... But like that's even even if the light was out on that, it would just but that's turn really out. That's really fucking high too. Yeah, for a drone. it was really high in the sky. Yeah, that's weird. Because usually the light will just go out; it doesn't like dim out. Mm-hmm. It just turns off. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. I remember being in like the backyard of my mom's like old house, and I was like walking in, like towards the house from the backyard, and like there was part of the house, like part of the garage, and then there was like a gap. Mm-hmm. And then there was like trees, and so like in that gap, like just up in the sky, like I just saw like this green like light go through, and I was just like, "What the fuck was that?" Was that? I was like, "Was I? Did I just make that up?" But it was like it literally just like like two seconds, just kind of like went by, and I was like, "Huh." Hmm. So I'm like with that, I didn't really think anything of it, but I was like, I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Like, just saw literally just like a bigger kind of ball of light. Like I couldn't really gauge how far away it was because yeah i wasn't really paying attention like i literally just went out there to get my dog or something and i was walking back in yeah and it just like kind of like, flew by and i was just like what the fuck is yeah. that so i was like i don't know it could have just been something weird or it could have been like a star like some weird shit happening star- in the universe yeah. have no idea but yeah shooting stars freaking yeah. out too but so i'm trying to think like weird. trying to freak like because we got like whiteman air base mm-hmm. but that there's like well, there's no not... reason for it to be no for them to be like doing something at like seven, eight o'clock at yeah. night. That's weird. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty Mysterious. sure. Mysterious. So I'm gonna say it was a UFO. So I really just want to like keep like the X Files, um, like um, ringtone like mm-hmm. on my phone and like the theme song, and I just want to play it every once in a while and just mm-hmm. be like, anything weird happens. That's what that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Just automatically start playing it. I still have like ding, ding, five ding. episodes left of the very last season of Exiles. Season six. Line. Yeah. Yes. Because I got it when it was like Scully, and they were like taking yes. their her baby somewhere, or like trying to get him back, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't don't tell me anymore. I don't. Yeah, no, that just that part yeah. just sad. Yeah. Or like, yeah, they cause they had him, and then. Um, <laughs> you just put your hand up in front of my face. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. She didn't. I know that it's, like, the 90s or, like, yeah, but still, I need to find it. Ooh, I wonder if it's on Hulu, because I can get it free Hulu Ooh. because of Sprint now. So. Hulu. 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 Okay. Oh you ready? God. Yep. <laughs> We've got 20. Right. We, should, we should, yeah, start talking about actual things that All people right. came here so, to listen cool. to. All right. <laughs> well, if they don't like it, they can just use that little skip 15 second button and just pop on past if they yeah. have that on their phone. Being right. play just like three Either seconds. Way. So, Damn, whatever. Man. Sorry. Okay. Um, all right. So, for the 25th episode, mm-hmm. I went big. Go big or go home. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing, uh, I don't know. Did you say one of the most well-known mm-hmm. serial killers, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Rader, everyone. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. BTK Killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you've watched Mindhunter, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Mm. Who is being, prof- yeah. being profiled? Kind of, kind of. 
He's he's like he's like that weird side story. Yeah, that, that, that people, eventually will uh-huh. meet up. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So if anybody else is watching Mindhunter, now that weird guy who works for like ADP or whatever that mm-hmm. is, not ADP, AD. ADT. AD. We have ADP at work. <laughs> it's I was just ADP. like, I go, mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that's good. Like the ADT, whatever, mm-hmm. like technical guy. The weird dude who keeps trying to creep out and hide in people's homes. Yeah. This is the guy that they're portraying that about. Yeah. Um, all right. So he is an American serial killer who murdered 10 people in Sedgwick <sighs> County, Kansas, between 1974. God damn it. I knew this was going to happen. Every single time I try to start talking... The yawning comes in. I don't know what's going on. I've literally just been sitting here this whole time, not yawning, and then I read this stuff and I start yawning. Because you're breathing too much in your brain, or you're like breathing out a lot and your brain's not getting oxygen, maybe. That's mostly why you yawn, is because your brain needs oxygen. I know that. Okay, I'm just making sure. Oh my god. (laughs) You're not a scientist. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, I know things. I see things, I read things, and then then I know them. Okay, well. Ooh, that spice got Breathe when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, he killed people um, between 74 and 91. He is also known as the BTK killer or the BTK strangler. Just kind of depends on what you... Usually, you just called BTK. What is... Are you going to get to what that stands for? Why? Uh, literally, this le- this next oh, um, thing. Oh, sweet. Okay. Uh, so, just shut up for All a right. second. I'm just okay. kidding. BTK... You don't, do you know what it stands for? Mm-mm. Oh, bind, torture, kill. So this is going to be a fun story, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buckle up for the, cozy up next to the fire for this little <laughs> short story, <laughs> which is not a short story whatsoever. Um, all right, so the uh, BTK was also his infamous signature that he used. Uh, he sent, <sighs> stupid ass. <laughs> he sent letters describing the details of the murders to police and local news outlets before his arrest. After a decade-long hiatus, Raider re- uh, resumed sending letters in 2004, which then potentially, like, eventually it led to his 2005 arrest and subsequently his guilty plea. Idiot. Uh, he is currently serving 10 consecutive life sentences at El Dorado Confect- Correctional Facility in Kansas. I know he's still... Okay. 10 life sentences. Yeah, he's still... Alive? Uh-huh. Oh. Unfortunately. I'm surprised no one's freaking murdered him yet. Yeah. They should. Anybody who is in El Dorado Correctional <laughs> Facility in Kansas, um, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm, not giving, I'm not giving you my okay to do it. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> if, if you just want to contact me and tell me why it hasn't happened, that's fine. But I'm just saying. Mm. What the fuck? <laughs> you will all feel the same way once I get to what the hell he's done. Yeah. Okay, so already. his... If you yeah, if you don't know already, if you don't know already, don't know. Get now your shit. You know. Get your shit together. You know. You should know. Uh, all right. So early life, he was the oldest of four sons. Um, he was born in Pittsburgh, Kansas, but he actually grew up in Wichita, according to many reports. Oh, uh, oh, including his confessions, mm-hmm. he tortured animals as a child. Mm-hmm. So like number one red flag. Number one. Yeah. Uh, for a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had a sexual fetish for women's underwear and stole underpants from his victims and wore them himself. Oh. So, once again, though, I mean, this was from, like, 74 to something. So, once again, this freaking cross-dressing shit comes oh, out. And is like, bullshit. he's a freak because he likes to wear women's clothing. Mm. Like, mm, all right, he's a freak because he tortured animals. And he's also a freak because he would take the people's stuff and yeah. wear it himself. Like, that's that's a weird thing to do. Yeah. But him just wearing women's clothing, not no. a freaky thing to do. No. It's fine. 
do what you want. Should have um, been. All right. So he actually spent um, 1966 to 1970 in the U.S. Air Force. He later, um, after his like release or whatever, he later moved to Park City, where he worked in. Sorry. <laughs> he worked in the meat department of an IGA supermarket. Do you remember IGAs? Mm-mm. No. We used to have an IGA down the street, and I no. loved it. I don't know why. I grew up in a food desert, so no. Until I got to Food desert. Oh, my God. Food <laughs> desert. That's funny. <laughs> um, he married Paula Dietz on May 22nd, 1971, and they had two children. He attended Butler County Community College in El Dorado, and then um, he earned an associate's degree in electronics in 1973. He then enrolled in Wichita State University and graduated in 79 with a bachelor's degree in administration of justice. So, he's well accomplished, this man. He Mm -hmm. has a couple degrees. Yeah. Um, And he's a family man. Uh, Raider worked as an assembler for the Coleman Company, which is an outdoor supply company. Um, He worked at... The, hey, ha, that's really funny. He worked at the Wichita-based office of ADT Security Services. Not ADP, but no. ADT. Uh, from 74 to 88, where he installed security alarms as part of his job, and in many cases for the homeowners concerned about the BTK killings. So that's fun for him. Um, yeah, Raider. Exciting for him, because he's a narcissist. Uh-huh. Raider was a census field operations supervisor for the for the Wichita area in 89 before the 1990 federal census. Um, he became a dog catcher and a compliance officer in Park City. In this position, uh, neighbors recalled him as being like sometimes overzealous and extremely strict, which is weird. Um, and but then also one neighbor complained he euthanized her dog for just no reason at all. Aww. Because he's a fucking animal torturer. Because he's, he's crazy. Yeah. Um, on March 2nd, 2005, the Park City um, Council terminated his employment for failure to report or work or call in. But he'd been, um, as he had been arrested for the for the murders five days earlier, obviously. Oh. So he's, he wasn't employed at the time of his, um, whatchamacallit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I just, Mm -hmm. yep. Um, So he was a member of the Christ Lutheran Church and had been elected president of the church council. He was also a Scub Scout, uh, oh my God, I'm dyslexic, Cub Scout leader, a Scub (laughs) Scub Scout, Scub Scout, oops, (laughs) Cub Scout leader. Um, And then on July 26, 2005, after his arrest, (laughs) his wife was granted an immediate divorce. Thank God for her. Good. Right? All right, so on to his poor victims. <sighs> I know this is gonna get rough. Um, all of his, ra- all of his, um, his raiders, Jesus Christ, all of raiders' known crimes occurred in Kansas um, because they had many reports of like other people calling in and saying that he had murdered like this person in like Arkansas mm-hmm. and like all these other places that like kind of fit the description of his killings mm-hmm. and but he was like no I didn't do that and he like would not take mm-hmm. um what is that credit yep there it is <laughs> uh he wouldn't take credit for anything and they eventually ruled him out as a suspect um but anyway he killed 10 people in total and collected items from each murder scene he um he actually also intended to um kill others um, most notably this Anna Williams lady who was 63. Mm. Um, in 1979, she actually escaped death by returning home much later than he expected. Ah. So he was waiting for her 
But she kind of caught him off guard because he was literally sitting there and she didn't show up. So he came out of his hiding spot. Yeah. And then was like, oh, fuck. Um, he explained during ow, his confession. My nose ring just stabbed me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> during his confection. Confection? Oh, my God, guys. I'm so he also sorry. He made chocolates. <laughs> He's the maker. <laughs> <laughs> he chopped up his people who baked them. I'm just <laughs> kidding. That's, never mind. Um, yeah. Raider explained during his confession mm-hmm. that he became obsessed with Williams and was absolutely livid when she evaded him. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, he spent hours waiting for her at her home, but in, but became impatient and left when she didn't return from um, visiting friends on time, he said. So she got out of being murdered because she was partying. Yep. Because she was staying with friends and like having a good time. Have a good time. If you, hey, if you're ever at a party and you're like a single person and you're thinking, hey, I kind of want to go home, but this party is kind of fun. Maybe stay there for just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. Never know. There you might, might be a serial killer. Life. Literally, you might find the love of your life. Or it'll save your life. there also might be a serial killer waiting for you back at home. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, two of the women, Raider, um, had stalked in the 18, or in the 19, Jesus Christ, the 1980s. I almost <laughs> just said 80s. All right. You say Guys, 80s. I'm so sorry. I haven't had a stroke, but I think I have today right now. It's happening. You're in the middle of it. Um, and one he stalked in the mid-90s, uh, file, uh, they actually filed restraining orders against him, and then one of them also moved away from him. Uh, Raider admitted in his interrogation that he had been pla- uh, that he'd been planning to kill again, um, and he'd set, actually set the date to October 20, or October 2004, and was stalking his intended victim. So he was actually caught before he could kill this next mm-hmm. person in 2004. Thank Good. God. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. So a list of his victims. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. So in 1974, he killed the Otero fam- family, which included Joseph Otero, which is the dad. He was 38. Mm-hmm. Julie Otero, the mom, obviously, 33. Mm-hmm. Joseph Otero Jr., mm-hmm. uh, which is the son, obviously, mm-hmm. n- who was nine. Mm-hmm. And then Josephine Otero. All right, I'm sorry, but... Come on, guys. Yeah, I know. I'm really, really sorry. These This family, Joseph, just on. Joseph and Josephine. Okay. We got get it. it. Um, got it. But she was the daughter, and she was 11. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad was suffocated by plastic bags. Mm-hmm. The mom was strangled with a rope. Mm-hmm. Um, the son was suffocated with a plastic bag as well, mm-hmm. and then the daughter was found hanging from a drainage pipe by a rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Catherine Bright, uh, who was 21, this was April of 74, she mm-hmm. died at Wesley Medical Center. He stabbed her 11 times in the torso in the back with a knife. <sighs> um, Shirley Vian, V-I-A-N, Vian, I think, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She was 24. She died in 1977. She was strangled with a rope. Nancy Fox was 25. She died in December of 77. She was strangled with a belt. Uh, Maureen Hedge was 53. She died in 85, was strangled um, by his hands. Vicky, we're, I'm just going to butcher her poor name, uh, Wegerl, Wegerl, W-E-G-E-R-L-E, Wegerl? Yeah. This one? Weggirl. Weggirl? Yeah. Weggirl? Uh, sorry, Vicky. Mm. Um, 
that you're listening to me right now, hopefully. R.I.P. Out there. Oh, R. I. P. I'm sorry. Um, she was 28. She died in mm. 1986. She was strangled by nylon stockings. Mm. And then Dolores Davis was 62. She died in 1991, and she was strangled with pantyhose, which are basically the same thing as nylon stockings. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, those are his 10 victims. All of them either suffocated or strangled, so mm-hmm. some sort of, uh, what is that called? Asphyxiation. There it is. Ha! Ah, thank you. Thank God. I knew like, words. Jesus. I know words right now. Right now? Yeah. Right Wait now. Your For story. now. I'm just kidding. Well. Um, all right, so... For the history of, like, the case, uh, Rader was particularly known for sending taunting letters to police and newspapers. He um, authored many communications from 74 to 79. The first was a letter that had been stashed inside of an engineering book in the Wichita Public Library in October 74 um, that inscribed in detail the killing of the Otero family in July or in January of that year. Um, and then early 78, he sent another letter to the television station KAKE in Wichita, claiming responsibility for the murders of the Oteros, um, along with Shirley Vane, or Vian, sorry, uh, Nancy Fox, and Catherine Bright. He suggested many possible names for himself, including one that stuck, BTK. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did, So I hate that he named himself, and then everybody just went ahead mm-hmm. and called him that, because that just gives him more... Just, like, fire and just Mm -hmm. more will to go out and kill because he's narcissistic. Um, He demanded media attention in this second letter, and it was finally announced that Wichita did indeed have a serial killer at large. A poem was enclosed titled, Oh, Death to Nancy, which Mm -hmm. is not cool because one of them was Nancy Fox. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a parody to the lyrics of the American folk song, Oh, Death. Mm. Um, In 19... I'm losing my voice. In 1988, after the murders of the three members of the, um, of the Fager family in Wichita, so it was just a whole separate family, Mm -hmm. there was a letter that was received from someone claiming to be the BTK killer in which the author, um, of the letter denied being the perpetrator of the, uh, Fager murders. The author created, um, or sorry, credited the killer with having an, an admiral work, but was, it was actually proven, not proven until 2005, that the letter was in fact written by Raider, and but he was not considered to have committed this crime, so mm-hmm. a lot of people just want to blame him for. I know, um, my fire stopped. Hold on, I gotta restart the fire. <laughs> we Hold on, I gotta restoke. We gotta restoke the fire real quick. Let me push play. Um, okay. Oh. Oh. Could you? Whoa. Could you? I don't want peaceful musical. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um. So yeah. So. People just keep blaming him for any Wichita murder, pretty much, of any sort. But he keeps sending letters like, no, I didn't no. do it. But they did a good job. Like, fuck you. Ugh. Fuck you, sir. Gross. Fuck you. Um, by 2004, the investigation of the BTK killer was cold. Um, by then, uh, Raider began a series of 11 communications to the local media that led directly to his arrest in 2005, which cracks me up. Because you just got way too freaking cocky. Mm-hmm. Um, so in March of 2004, the Wichita Eagle received a letter from someone using the return address of Bill Thomas Kilman. B-T-K. Mm. Yeah, fucking clever. Little shit. Mm. Um, technically it would be William, you asshole. <laughs> Not Bill. Um, the author of the letter claimed that he had murdered Vicky. Uh, Wegerl. Wegerl. Mm. I'm just mm-hmm. going to call her Vicky. 
um, in 86 and enclosed photographs of the crime scene and also a photocopy of her um, driver's license which had actually been stolen at the time of the crime. So before this, it had not been def uh, established that she was killed by BTK, but DNA collected from underneath her fingernails provided police with previously unknown evidence. They then began uh, DNA testing hundreds of men in an effort to find the serial killer, but then altogether over one or 1,300 DNA samples were later were taken from people, but then they were later destroyed by court order because that, that no one was getting anywhere with that mm -hmm. shit. Um, in May of 2004, television station, again, KAKE in Wichita, received the letter with the chapter headings for the, uh, quote, BTK story, mm. um, along with fake IDs and a word puzzle. Why? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, uh, June of 2004, a package was found taped to a stop sign at the corner of First and Kansas in Wichita. So apparently there's a street of First <laughs> and a street Kansas. of Kansas. So first in Kansas in Wichita. Well, so that really fucking confused yeah, well, like, me when I put that on here. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 Gross. Also enclosed. Drink break. Um, also enclosed was a chapter list for a proposed book titled "The BTK Story," which mimicked a story. Yeah, which Ugh. mimicked a story written in 1999 by Court TV crime writer David Lohr. Chapter one was titled "A Serial Killer Is Born." Yeah. Gross. I know. Uh, he's just. Yeah. He's just all about himself, and he's just like well, stop. <laughs> Yeah. He just keeps sending things. Stop so, it. in December of 2004, Wichita police received a yet another package from the BTK killer. Um, this time, the package was found in Wichita Murdoch, Wichita's Murdoch Park. I don't know where that is. Sorry. Um, it had the driver's license of Nancy Fox. God damn it. <laughs> it's in a park somewhere in Wichita. Um... It had the driver's license of Nancy Fox, which was noted as stolen from the crime scene, as well as a doll that was symbolically bound at the hands and feet and had a plastic bag tied over its Ugh. head. Yeah, classy. Uh, um, he got so many thrills from that, I uh, bet. All right. Ugh. God. In 2005, Raider attempted to leave a cereal box in the bed of, of a pickup truck at a Home Depot in Wichita, but the box was actually discarded by the truck's owner. Um, it was later retrieved from the trash after a raider asked what had become of it in a later message. Surveillance tapes of the parking lot then, um, from that date then revealed a distant figure driving a black Jeep Cherokee, leaving the box in the pickup. Why would you do this in a public place? Why? Dumb. So stupid. Because he got... He's an idiot. He's a narcissist and thought that he would be fine. Mm -hmm. Just a little... Because would he be... He would be a sociopath though, right? I don't know. He's fucking Instead crazy. of a psychopath. Because he knows that he's doing it wrong, like wrong, but he's like, come here, I don't. I thought psychopath was, you know, it's, you're doing it wrong. Sociopath, you don't No, care. I don't know. I think you sociopath, you can mimic empathy. Psychopath, you just, you got none of it. And you're just a crazy person. Okay. I think I socio, I like you're in society. That's too many words We'll look me. it up later. Okay. <laughs> anybody, wants, anybody else wants to tell us, go ahead. 
Yeah. Because um, I'll forget to look it up later anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, so in February, more, more postcards were sent to the um, TV station KAKE, and another cereal box was left at a rural location that was found to contain another bound doll and apparently meant to symbolize the murder of the 11-year-old Josephine Otero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know why he's, like, obsessing with the Otero family as well. Well, that was, like, his first, kind of. Yeah. But it's, like, I don't know. It's so weird. So weird. Um, In his his letters to police, he asked if his writings... Oh. Oh. Wait. Oh, he asked if his writings could be put on a floppy disk. um, (laughs) Basically because he wanted to know if they could be traced or not. The police then answered his question in a newspaper ad, which was posted into the Wichita Eagle, um, telling him that it would be safe to go ahead and use the disc. So then on February, no, si- dummy, I know. So then on February sixth, like I went, Shh, no, I know. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know why I just shushed you. You're just now like, like it's a surprise to me. I don't know. Shut the, the fuck up. Shut the no fuck wait. Up. Shut the fuck. Okay. Shut the fuck. Um, all right. So on February sixteenth, two thousand five, Raiders sent a purple. Which is hilarious to me that it was purple. It wasn't even just like a normal black floppy yeah. disk. Like, you had a fucking purple one. Really? It's a 1.44 megabyte Memorex floppy disk. Um, he sent it to Fox TV affiliate KSAS TV in Wichita. Um, it also enclosed... Oh, also enclosed were a letter, a gold-colored necklace with a large medallion, and a photocopy of the cover of a 1989 novel about a serial killer, um, which was Rules of Prey. Ugh. Police found, um, <laughs> which is funny, they looked at all the floppy disk, whatever. They later found metadata embedded in a deleted Microsoft Word document mm-hmm. um, that was unbeknownst to Raider on the floppy disk. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. catching him and he doesn't even fucking know it. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. The metadata contained Christ Lutheran Church and the document was marked as last modified by, quote, Dennis. Uh, an internet search determined that Dennis Rader was president of the of the church council, and then from the Home Depot incident, the police also knew that BTK owned a black Jeep Cherokee. So when the investigators drove by Rader's house, they noticed a black Jeep Cherokee parked outside. Uh, yeah, good. The police had um, strong cir- um, circumstantial evidence against Rader, but they needed more direct evidence to detain him. So they obtained a warrant to test. Okay, I don't know why this made me laugh so hard. To test the DNA of a pap smear Raider's daughter had taken at the Kansas State University Medical Clinic when she was a student. So they got DNA from her pap smear. Hold on, wait it. Hang in there with me. The DNA of the pap smear was processed by the um, KBI, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, at their lab in Topeka and demonstrated a familial match of the to the DNA of the sample taken from Vicky, um, were girls, were Vicky's yeah. fingernails. So that DNA that they'd found under Vicky's fingernails, yeah. they said, like, well, this is the killer, but it's unknown, like, what the fuck? So they got the pap smear DNA, tested it against that DNA from the fingernails, and then this indicated that the killer was closely related to Raider's daughter, and the evidence was, and that was the evidence they needed to make the arrest. Like, so Raider is arrested because he won't because stop sending, fu- he's narcissistic and won't stop sending shit, shit. to the police, and fucking up. And he sends it on a fucking floppy disk because I think he's old school, things that letters and shit. Yeah. That's the only way you can do it. He, he doesn't know technology. It, it doesn't. It doesn't delete. delete. It doesn't delete. He yeah. doesn't know that. So he's find it. stupid about technology. And then his daughter's freaking vag sends so, him to jail. So because of women's health, uh-huh. women's health care, mm-hmm. 
a serial which, killer was which caught. Probably, which probably wasn't free. Mm, at no. all. Well, it was at the school, so who maybe. knows, maybe. True. But because of women's health care, uh-huh. BTK was caught. Okay, uh-huh. I'm just saying. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So because hmm. of his narcissism, um, lack of technology. Yeah, lack of knowledge. And, and his women's daughters health. and one his daughter's vagina, which makes it funnier to me. Once again, the like, vagina huh. wins. <laughs> Once again, the vagina, vagina wins. Another thing is going to be vagina, our t-shirts. But, well, then it was funny because we were actually like looking up pictures of him afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because one of them, look, he just looks really fucking like, his face looks like he's like an oh my god face. Yeah. Like a sudden realization of something. And Dylan pointed to goes, and this is the moment he realizes his daughter's vagina sent him to prison. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost it. I was like, uh-huh. yep, I bet that that's it. Yeah. So I'm just, his okay, so yep. women's health care saved lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so as for his arrest, Mm -hmm. Raider was arrested while driving near his home in Park City shortly after noon on February 25th, 2005. An officer asked, Mr. Raider, do you know why why you're going downtown? Raider replied, oh, I have suspicions why. Wichita Police, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, the FBI... Um, and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosive Agents researched Raider's home and vehicle, seizing evidence including computer equipment, a pair of black pantyhose mm-hmm. retrieved from a shed, and mm-hmm. a cylindrical container. Uh, the church he attended, um, his office at City Hall, and the main branch of the Park City Library, oh God, library were also searched. At a press conference the next, uh, the next morning, Wichita Police Chief announced that the bottom line, the BK, fuck, I fucked it up. (laughs) Bottom line, BTK is arrested. So on uh, February 28th, 2005, he was charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder. March 1st, his bail was set at $10 million, and a public defender was appointed to represent him, which I think is funny because it's just a random public defender. Mm -hmm. You didn't get anybody fancy because fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, on May 3rd, the judge entered a non-guilty plea on Raider's behalf as Raider did not speak at his arraignment. <sighs> yep. Um, however, on June 27th, the scheduled trial date, Raider changed his guilty his plea to guilty and he described the murders in detail and made no apologies. He was then sentenced to 10 consecutive life sentences with a minimum of 175 years. Kansas had no death penalty at the time of the freaking murders, so he just had a sentence for his uncle, damn it. And then on August 19th, he was moved to the El Dorado Correctional Facility, where he still sits to this day. So your tax dollars are paying for him. Yep. Mine did for a second, for one year. Instead of just killing the fucker, we have to let him sit there. Let him sit and think about what you did. But yeah, so BTK... I didn't know that. Got brought down Mm -hmm. by his daughter's badge. Yeah. Which makes me laugh. Thank you. So another reason that we need women's health care. Yep. Yup. Just saying. Okay. um, Yep, 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 yep. Before I get to mine, I'm going to have to pee. So, uh, the little beats start right now. Save it for <laughs> next week for Pandora. 
I'll, I'll hear it. I was like, I was like, oh, she's gonna like not know that I did it, and I'm like, this is like listening to like, what the fuck is this? I was gonna like say some weird shit, and I was like, nah, she's gonna keep that in if I say it. I probably right. Okay. Oh god, that was funny. That was that was good. Kim thinks I'm stupid. Well, sorry. Playing a four in a row game, like AKA Connect Four. Yeah. Over our messaging. Yeah. Tricky bitch thinks I'm stupid. <laughs> I made the right move. Just kidding. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. Uh, so mine, I debated about because I found one because I knew what yours was gonna be since uh-huh. it was the pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty dark. So I was gonna try and do something like a little bit lighter, but I couldn't find that much info on what I wanted to talk about. So instead, which I when we started this podcast, I debated if I was gonna do the story or not, just because. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, I'll get to it. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, fuck well, it, makes we're going to do it. Because it's twenty fifth episode, we'll do it. What do you mean? What do you what mean? What do you mean we're going to do it? So I it's... Know, I've never even heard of that before. I know. Uh, what? No, it's fine. Just do it. Fuck it. Yeah, so it. this is... It's 25th episode. I'm, it's very possible Buckle that I will in. get emotional during this one. Oh, so no. we'll see. Uh, like oh, I was... No. Yeah, so this is, um... From a year ago, um, it's the murder of, murder, the suicide of Sherry Bland. Um, it's the seventh heaven, heaven and seventh heaven, like, um, truce in that store. So, um, we'll just start out. Uh, August 28th, 2016, Sherry Bland went to work, uh, what she assumed that would be like any other day at seventh heaven there, 76th in truce. Um, that was till about 1 PM when a man came in the store um, and shot her in the head and then shot himself. Hmm. Yeah. So this is fun. So, yeah. Um, but then shot no one else in the store before he shot her. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so I set it up that way for a purpose, that's a for a reason. Uh, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of. Am I right? I don't know the story. Um, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so there were several customers in the store, so it happened. Mm -hmm. Like during store hours, um, but Sherry was the mother of four, four children, all girls, um, and the killer was the father of her youngest. Oh shit! Daughter, his name was Desmond Bell. So like, when I heard that, I was just like, uh, imagine like how she like, like when she grows up and like she's gonna have to learn about that at some point. Mm-hmm. It probably feels like, oh, my dad is the reason my sister is and I don't have their mom. I was like, <sighs> ugh. Anyway. Yeah, and she would, like, I don't know. I'd feel like I would, I would, I'd put the blame on myself. Be like, yeah. And I feel so. This is why my sisters now yeah. don't have a mom. Which now she's like, like now one now. Yeah. Jesus or, Christ. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's one now. Probably almost, I think, she's probably about two actually now. Mm. Um. Mm. She was like 10 months old when this happened. Um, so according to Sherry's, Cherie, sorry, I'm saying it wrong, Cherie's family, um, she had actually been harassing her uh, lately, so in that time, uh, harassing her a lot around that time, and she would recently filed a restraining order against mm. him. Of course. Which is what the family said, apparently, is what set him off, um, but they didn't believe that he would take it this far. Mm. Um is a quote from Cherie's mother, Andrea. Um, 
I don't know why he would take, would do that to her, to hurt her like that. She's got, she got four kids and one of the kids is him by, is by him anyway. Why would he shoot her like that? Um, and that's why this, okay, so it's hard. I'll get into like a little bit more because the family ended up doing like a lawsuit for mm-hmm. the manager of it. Um, but it's because I went to, Sherry and I both went to MCC. Mm. So like, because a friend had posted about it. It's like, I can't believe my best friend is gone. And then, because I, I remember it. Because I think, I don't know what I was doing. I don't think I was doing anything. Uh, and then I looked and it was just like, um, like what? And you see like yeah. her most recent profile was like her and her daughters like adorable little girls and now they don't have their mom and then there's someone not on this earth anymore that I actually knew mm-hmm. and so that's like that's why I debated doing this just because of the people it's weird. that I know who knew her and yeah. like because we didn't have classes at all we were just like like at Pin Valley it was just like a big family pretty much so like I just knew her from just like hanging out at like lunchtime and stuff mm-hmm. that's so weird. It's yeah. weird when it hits close to home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, it just, like, it was just, like, a surprise to, like, have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that happened, because I just, like, didn't know, and I, like, looked this up. Because we weren't, like, super close, but we were still, like, like, if we saw each other out, we'd be like, oh, hey, how's it going, and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but, yeah, because I hadn't. She had... Uh, each other enough by, like, yeah. face. Because I had... At this time, I actually, like, when that happened, I started work at Escape Room, and I wasn't at Pin Valley anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after that, I wasn't at Pin Valley. Because um, I was just like, bye. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Cher- Cherie wasn't at Pin Valley anymore, I don't think. I think she had, like, actually graduated and stuff. But, yeah, so it was, like, what? Yeah, uh, so cut to like September 19th-ish of 2016. The family of Cherie filed a lawsuit against the manager of 7th Heaven because apparently uh, the day the shooting happened, uh, the manager warned employees to lock a door because her son was armed and distraught, but she didn't warn the target of his anger, according to their civil lawsuit. What? So the manager also didn't alert police about the threat against uh, Cherie, a, who was working at the store. So Dorothy yeah. Bell, Desmond Bell, mm-hmm. Dorothy Bell, her son, mm-hmm. um, neglected... So Dorothy Bell is the manager mm-hmm. of the... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll what get to a, some other bullshit down at the bottom. Ugh. Uh, but she neglected to tell workers at the 7th Heaven to hide Bland in order to protect her from her son, Desmond Bell, the... The, that's made it named in the alleged lawsuit. The lawsuit alleges. Um, so according to the lawsuit filed by her parents in the Jackson County Circuit Court, uh, Bell's mother, so Dorothy Desmond's mom, works as a store manager and was aware of her son's history of physical and emotional and mental abuse against Cherie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And the store took no action to protect her. Bland filed the protection order um, against uh, Desmond on August two thousand August twenty sixth, August twenty sixth of mm-hmm. two thousand sixteen. So two days before she was yeah, um, and then uh, before yeah before he fatally shot her, uh, and then again uh, okay of course because they had a daughter together so mm-hmm. she's just like 
I, I get that's hard because you've got this person that you've now have this tiny person that is both of you and now you have to like be civil or mm-hmm. as much as possible but yeah. it, it's harder when that other person is like crazy terrible to you um so on uh august 27th though desmond sent shuri a threatening message on facebook including a picture of two of them together with r.i.p written on the pictures hmm. mm-hmm. um so shuri was scheduled to work on august 28th but of course she wasn't about to tell him because of course yeah. restraining order and like he's crazy uh that she was scheduled to work that day but you, you want to know who did tell him course mm-hmm. dorothy as the suit claims that she was the one who let him know that yes she was there well who else would let him know right unless she just went by happened to just be stalking mm-hmm. by there and going yeah unless he's like stalking her then mm-hmm. maybe but uh so then also on uh, august 28th desmond sent uh, a facebook message to sheree saying whatever happened to her today was her fault which is bullshit no it's your fault if you want to do a murder-suicide, uh, either uh, just skip the murder part or get some help and don't do that. Um, so then Bell or Desmond visited his mother the day before the shooting. So Dorothy knew that her son was armed and distraught about the protection order and planned to confront Blaine at the st- or Cherie at the store. Dorothy called the store and instructed an employee to lock a side door, but she didn't call police about the threat against Cherie or tell employees to leave the store or to suggest hiding Cherie to protect her from Desmond. The lawsuit alleged that the store identified in court records as Music Distribution Network, but also 7th Heaven, um, was negligent in its failure to provide a safe work environment as well as in the hiring and supervising its employees. The store owner, Jan... Uh, Fitchman could not be reached for a comment at that time. So that was, mm. it was uh, the article was like s- September nineteenth, two thousand sixteen. So I had didn't look up, because uh, I'd had had enough of researching about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was at Spokes and I was just like I, I can keep it together as much as possible. Um, I was trying to look up pictures of them. Yeah, C C H E R I. I can't get it. Yeah. Oh. I was gonna try to get a picture of him and his mom. Mm. If they have it on there. No, I don't think that's. Hmm. That day. Yeah. C H E R I B L A N D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found her. I just yeah. Found her. So yeah. So you got uh, yeah. Um. But yeah. So like restraining orders don't work. No. Guns are, are just way too accessible in our state. And it's becoming more accessible because we have Republican politicians that like to work with the NRA and would rather mm-hmm. keep money in their pockets instead of people out of caskets. Um, and now you, you have people like mothers being taken away from their children <laughs> and like a daughter being taken away and all of these things. So that's why I was, that's why, yeah, because I didn't kind of want to because I don't know how like if it's like right to do that but also like I kind of want to share her story a little bit Mm -hmm. because she's I mean it doesn't matter what she's did or if she has like not married or whatever and has kids so so it doesn't doesn't matter a lot of people do 
but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, just because you have a child with someone doesn't mean that you get to treat them however you want. No. Uh, yeah, so it's like, my yeah. That's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I heard about that and, like, read the story and I just, like, was angry. And then reading about this, because I didn't, I just knew that they had seen that there was a lawsuit, but I didn't look at it at that time. And then mm-hmm. looking at it now, um, just makes me very angry of, like, I get that's your son, but, like. How dare you? Why? But that's someone else's daughter. Yeah, that's. That's like, how who, would you how would you feel if, your, if she was crazy and trying to kill your son? Yeah, that's your would you grand be just as daughter's pissed? mother? Like, would you be just as pissed if right. like she had gone and killed your son and then killed herself? Mm-hmm. Probably. Be, why would you fucking do that? Why would you aid him in any way? Why would yeah? Why would I you know just say your son? But oh my god, because you you Jesus. If you know that he's just trying, you should. I'm sure that he's probably had, when he was younger, probably had a moment where he lashed out mm-hmm. in a, probably a way that was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and you know that he's got, he's armed, and he's not probably in his right mind. And you've got this other extra emotional factor happening, and it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, and it's not okay. You, if we, yeah, if we just protected people more, because obviously... Like a restraining order is a piece of paper, and yeah. you can't do anything. That doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. It it's not like an electric shock collar or something like an invisible fence around that person. That's That'd legit. Just hilarious. A, a, oh my god! If, can we come up with that? If we did, <gasps> let's. Okay. Oh my so, god! They have to wear an ankle bracelet. The other person to, has to wear like a watch monitor, like something else that sends out the thing. Like you literally just have to wear a bracelet or something like that as well. But yours doesn't look as crazy. Yeah. They have to. Wear yours an ankle just looks monitor. like a, like a smartwatch or yeah. something. Yours is literally a smartwatch that you have to have on or at like, all times. Or they have like a dog call. No. Fuck. They should. They Like a life they alert need... thing. Yeah. You can either, you can choose. You can have yeah. like a life alert necklace or you can have like a bracelet. Another one has to wear like a, a fucking yeah. like ball like, and there's chain like a, crazy ass has yeah. a fucking ankle monitor on. To show like, hey, that this person should be. cut off and that, that person is dangerous because mm-hmm. that's what ankle monitors should be. Yeah. And it should fucking shock them. That's a genius thing. The person who it's, has... Like, hey, if you... I'm gonna take it one step up. The person who got the restraining order, you get to decide how fucking hard it shocks mm-hmm. you. Like, like, like if you, it was, It's, like, a little life alert, so it gives them that person a shock to, like, slow them down, but then also alerts police of, like, where you're you're at, like, GPS. Oh, no, no, no. They don't... No. no. The one person who's getting shocked gets the ankle monitor No, no, no yeah. Only. But the person who has in charge... It is, like, vibrates or something. Yeah, but the person who's, them. like, the person who has the restraining order yeah, like it's, filed it, imme- it it immediately sends it to the police that, that yeah it's been yeah, yeah. uh-huh problem Boom. all right problem no solved. one else can steal this idea this is our idea only uh copyright in progress um or whatever trademark uh trademark. whatever whatever you're supposed to do for these things no one steal it restraining shock restraining shock restraining shock well it's a working title uh so it's a working title it's so a yeah, work in progress so that's, that's, so that's that. our idea that's that genius. very heart-wrenching that's Sorry fucking terrible. Ever. I thought that, you were going to yeah. do an uplift. I mean, God damn I was it. trying to, and then it, like, it was going to be funny. Well, I'll just talk about it for a second. It was, like, the person who, like, it was called the KSHB or whatever, their, mm-hmm. that news uh-huh. channel. Basically. It was, like, an article, and it was, like, Barefoot Bandit stills uh, package off of <laughs> front yard, but oh I couldn't get enough information God. about it. Barefoot it was, it was in Raytown, um... And it was like this lady, 
It was like the inside. It stole a box off of someone's porch. It was like inside of us, like a treadmill or something. Yes, that someone oh my had God, bought. Yes. Yeah, that someone had bought hilarious. for their dad, who's battling cancer, which they ended up getting which, like something I mean, else. Her stealing something's not hilarious. No, but but the video of video her, her trying running to steal it. Hilarious. Way. Like she's a small woman. Yeah. Trying to carry like a fucking sixty pound. Yeah. At least. At least. That's like a hundred pound at yeah. least treadmill. It's like, like hilarious though. Yeah, so there we so still talked about it. So if you guys haven't uh, seen that, well, we'll go post, look that up. We'll post. I'll post it. Hilarious. I'll post it. Um, after I post this episode, gotta make them work for it. Go look it up. True. Just kidding. <laughs> but then they won't. But they won't. Because <laughs> I know I wouldn't. <laughs> I would forget. Sometimes I do. If some on on a podcast, it's like, oh, but you gotta like seriously look it up because it looks really I'll cool. Sometimes it. I'm like. For it. a second, yeah, and then I'm done. But if most I, yeah. of the time, I'm like, mm, nah. Yeah, so that's yeah. That. Do you have a Casey fact or anything? I do. Oh God, I don't have an escape room tip. Um, I thought of one the other day, but then I, I forgot. I was like, I thought we had one. Uh, I'll do my fun fact, and then you can think okay. of a thing. Are we gonna end it with the? You end it with the tip. Yeah. Yeah. With the tip thing. With the tip. Yeah. You want to? Or you, <laughs> you can do. I don't figure out a tip now. What? You figure out. Uh, what? What's happening? Oh, oh Kim's home. Kim. God. Kim's home. Scrap We're almost done. Crap. Um, okay. I'll just do my fact and you'll. Okay. They'll yep. do it. And I'll come. It'll so come. fun fact. Uh, mine's about the Nelson, Erkins Museum, of Art. Um. So it's the shuttlecocks that are on the lawn is there because Sorry. the. <laughs> I'm so immature. <laughs> shuttlecocks. Um the shuttlecocks are on the lawn the way they are because um it's supposed to the museum is supposed to be the net to a game of badminton. Yeah. Yeah. So like Nelson's in the middle. If you look at it and you know that and you look at it, it's like, oh, okay, that does look like a net. Uh-huh. Um which would be great if they had like giant paddles or something so on somewhere. Um But yeah, so that's that part. Um the museum houses the largest public holdings of works by cel- celebrated Missouri natives George Caleb Bingham and Thomas Hart Benton, which I went to the Thomas Hart Benton exhibit because um, it was they had it was like a member morning, which was super cool, and the like a little area where the exhibits before you go into the exhibits on the far mm-hmm. back inside yeah, the yeah. block lobby block building. Um, it was like a member morning, so we got to have like breakfast, which Nelson. Goodness, the food at Nelson is always Delicious. so good. Like I showed you at the, um, we had at the appreciation thing. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so we had like jam and stuff. And my mom was sitting down, and these two ladies were sitting like next to us, and we're just like talking. Of course, my mom was talking because millennials don't start conversations with people. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, but they were Did you just not like, just talking. hear me talk about going to lunch? Right. Was done. <laughs> done after like done an hour. Talking people. Done. Um, <laughs> That they, these no older ladies, idea. they were sisters, and apparently, like, their friends were friends with Thomas Hart Benton. Oh. So, they're like, but they, of course, they were, like, kids at the time, so they're just yeah. like, oh, this is, this Thomas. Yeah. Um, but it was, because uh, I think they kind of, like, knew, I'm trying to remember, like, the conversation, but they kind of knew that he was, uh, like, important somehow, mm-hmm. but it was just one of them was talking about, like, they, she, just, she was just sitting outside of their porch. Just like as kids do, just like hanging out, mm-hmm. and he just sat down and just like wanted to talk to her about her life and like stuff. And she's like, "Why do you want to know about my life?" I'm like, seven. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were they were funny. Um, so that was cool. Uh, what else? Oh, because this is 
the museum's Asian galleries com- comprise one of the most impressive collections of its kind in the United States, particularly in the area of the Chinese art. Boom. Which Chinese is that it, specifically the Chinese temple is probably my favorite. I think I've mentioned this before. Yeah. But it's my favorite. It's just like calm. But they took out the one statue that I should know the name of, but I don't. I just know I yeah. like it. Um, but they put in the um, like the jade suit. I don't know oh, if you saw. Uh-huh. Because it was, yeah, it's, because uh, I think they debuted it on, like, the 16th. Because we were supposed to, like, have, like, a preview of it when at the staff and leadership, like, appreciation mm-hmm. dinner thing. Um, but I, I was talking too much, and then I missed the curators taking people. Like, I saw them around, but there wasn't really, like, an announcement. But it was also in Russell Court, so everything was just yeah. super echoey. Yeah. But it was just, like, come up afterwards, and I was just like, oh, we're supposed to get a tour of it. Well, I go, what do I do? What do I do? And they were like, I don't know. I don't think it's a thing. People keep asking me. I don't know. And it was just, like, a kind of a back and forth between the guy, the guy in the front desk, and I just went down to the front. And I was just like, this is what my email says. Um, oh <laughs> and then I was like, okay, okay, fine. I'll just see it when I can. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Sorry about it. Uh, yeah, so I want to see it. But, yeah, the Asian part and like the buddha that's there too like the whole chinese part is my favorite part if i have a chance to go to the nelson that's where i go mm-hmm. um which bt dubs i go to sh- egyptian i like the egyptian stuff. It, that sarcophagus freaks me out oh i love it so much mm-hmm. i hate it yes i like because oh, I, no, I, I i love it i have avoided that side oh. because of the sarcophagus no, why I, it freaks me out why it's like mummy yeah like all of the, it's just, in there it's it, in there it, as a person no. Yeah. No. It's so cool. No. Okay. I won't do it. Well, continue. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was all. That was all mine. Nice. Yes. Nelson's cool. I tried to see because there was like a was cool. article was or something really that cool. said like Nelson's Just like, like the top. Nelson itself is cool. Yeah. Like you don't even have to like look at the shit inside of it. Mm-hmm. Just like go Just around go and look at the building. Like you can the go building, to the labyrinth. architecture. Like everything's so yeah. cool. Labyrinth in there's Like if it's like warm. inside is so pretty. And mm-hmm. like, the block building's cool. Yeah. Just go, yeah, just go into Kirkwood Hall, that main hallway. I love that, like, the little ramp, like, to the block building mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I really want to, like, roll down that. <laughs> yeah. Low key. Like, uh, oh, my God. I mean, tie, yeah. It's very tip. And have you been it's to the library? Huh? That's up the Nelson? Have you been to the uh-huh. library there? Yep. No. It's we went there cool. for art history. We had to go to the library quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. It's like, it's uh, a library. Yeah. Love. I mean, then they have awesome things, like, party arts coming up. My mom, that was my Christmas present. Nice. For, for my mom. Because I was just like, I need to go. Like, I really, I should be there because of Young Friends of Art Leadership yeah. Committee. Yeah, yeah, but it was only $100 for the tickets since I'm a member. That's, and then it goes up still, on the 27th. Like you're part of it. I know, but if, if we're part of it. But if they gave everyone a ticket to go for free, that it's a part of it. Because there's a planning committee. And then we're leadership so we we worry about like the budget and stuff mm-hmm. more than the other ones do and then like the ambassadors and stuff so yeah there's too many yeah there's too many of us to, to do it um but i mean there's so i mean cool. it's it's worth it, it goes to the museum mm-hmm. it goes to well it goes to us specifically i think i'm pretty sure i don't remember how it like we talk about it but then i forget because there's like ugh numbers because <laughs> everyone else there is just like they do like marketing and are like lawyers and like that they do data things like one person's like she's science or something and I go I don't, I'll make people laugh <laughs> hey I, I lock people in rooms and I make people laugh <laughs> okay bye I'm not my professional I guess I don't well, know I'm part of it I'm part of it <laughs> I just hang out <laughs> hey guys come see my shows I don't know oh uh, 
Yeah. But like some of get yeah. So it's yeah, but it's fun. You should see it's worth it just for like the sake of the free food and drink that's inside that comes with the True. ticket. And it's food from block building all the way to Rosa Court and like drinks. That's just how it was last year at least. So good. And like there's VIP as well. That's like two fifty. But your gift bag is gonna be worth more than that because there's like actual goody like sample sizes, not just like gift Jesus. certificates and stuff. And there's gonna be a Savah champagne bar from Savah. Good lord. And some Andre, some goodies from Andre's like oh, sweets. Mm-hmm. You get a special entry too. Uh, well, as members, you get in like an hour early too, as well. That's cool. So be good. I'll eat everything before everybody else. Gets mm-hmm. there. Try. I'll yeah. Try. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, good it's feel. good. So you should go party arty part wait is it party hyphen arty.org something just you'll find it party arty go on the nelson site anyway okay you got a tip i do okay all right escape room tip number 82 because mm-hmm. no one gives a shit anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna keep making up numbers mm-hmm. um Yep, it was in there. Hold on, it left. Oh, I know what it is. Okay, um, check everything twice. Yeah. Um, because we said a lot, or at least, like, try things twice, because mm-hmm. they'll go over and try to, like, oh, I have this combination. I'm going to try it on this one lock. Mm-hmm. It's not working. Okay, we'll go try it on another lock. Okay, well, it's still not working. Okay, well, you have the correct combination. Try the lock a different way, or, like, just mm-hmm. keep doing it. Like, try. Try it. Try it. Try Use your brains. Try. Try it. Try, try again. But yeah. Try um, so twice. it's a very simple escape room tip, but literally just try everything at least mm-hmm. twice and like check things twice. Like some, you don't know if someone's done it wrong the first time and like just mm-hmm. kind of get, eh, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, nope, it's yeah. wrong. Then you move That's on. That's so like, frustrating no, you had to it watch. The first time. Yeah. Just do it again. So yeah. So be thorough. Do check everything and do everything twice. Mm-hmm. That's the escape room tip number 82. Look twice. Very nice. Oh my god. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it there. You took it there. I so. took it there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's KC. <laughs> oh that's a Lord. good spot to end on. That is. Hi, guys. Don't forget you can listen to That's KC on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If we are not on your favorite podcast directory, let us know. You can chat with us on the Twitter or Instagram at That's KC Pod and Facebook at That's KC. If you'd like to help keep the local liquor, food, and this podcast flowing, you can support us on Patreon. If you have suggestions for local Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas food and drink, or, you know, would like to send us something, wink, wink, please send us an email to thatskcpod at gmail.com. P.S. If you have your own local story you would like to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you via email. Oh, intro music is provided by Brian Lawson. Okay, bye!